Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. The World Economic Forum just released the 18th edition of the Global Risk Report. And for me, honestly, I read this for quite a while since my time at the United Nations. And this is, for me, a must-read if you want to understand a little bit more about geopolitics and understand these global major threats that we are facing. And this report is very strong and it covers different areas. It covers climate change, it covers society, it covers technology, economy, geopolitics, all of this, and try to combine and put them together in two different perspectives, short-term and long-term. And why I'm recording this podcast, I'm not aiming here to talk in details about specifics of this report, but I want to stimulate you to take a look in a different dimension of what risk is. Because most of the time, we are in some ways paranoid about something like, oh, the delay coming from your supplier of, for example, some materials you are waiting for your project. Yes, this is true. And this is something you need to be concerned. But you need to understand why this delay. Because sometimes if you pull the thread, you will see the challenges are far bigger than your supplier, than your organization. Sometimes your problem or your challenge is a global challenge. And this is why this is so interesting. And I want to share with you the top 10 on the short term and the top 10 on the long term. And I want to share also my comments on it. So if you will take a look on the 10 on the short term and the 10 on the long term out of a list of 30 risks, in the short term, we can see that half of them, five risks, are related to climate change. And on the long term, it goes up to six risks. Then on the short term, three of the risks are related to the society. And this goes down to two on the long term. One risk on the short term on technology that stays one risk on the long term also. And geopolitics comes from one risk in the short term and one risk in the long term. So let me go and read quickly the short term one. First one, cost of living crisis. And this is obvious, right? Inflation, people struggling to pay their bills. And these of course, many of you will, will ask me why there is no economic one. And the first economic one is number 11. Of course, cost of living has an economic impact, but has a much bigger societal impact. So people are struggling to pay their bills. People are reducing their consumption. Inflation is picking up. And this is creating a massive impact in organization, in projects, in initiatives. The second one is natural disasters and extreme weather events. We can see this, right? We can see, you know, the extreme winter in some parts of the world, floods, and all these kind of challenges we can see today. And you know one thing, many times when people think about the climate change, and I remember when I was at the COP in Paris at the time of the UN, you know, people were saying we need to save the world for our grandchildren. You know, we need to save the world for us now because there is no time to wait until the grandchildren. Because when you say this means your future is okay and there is a challenge 
two generations down. And this is not true. This is not true because we can see these natural disasters happening now. The third one is geoeconomic confrontation. Of course, I'm talking not only war between Russia and Ukraine, but I'm talking about geoeconomic confrontation. For example, the polarity between the United States and uh, China. We can see European Union and United Kingdom. So all these challenges on who will control some flow of resources, some geographic areas and exercise the influence on that. And this is the risk number three. The risk number four is failure to mitigate climate change, is our failure to mitigate and to act on reducing climate change. The number five, and remember, I'm talking in terms of severity, means the number one is the most severe one, and the number five is the fifth most severe one. The number five is societal erosion of social cohesion and social polarization. You know, I'm Brazilian, so I don't need to say too much about that. So you saw what happened in the beginning of January in Brazil. We can see this polarization in a dramatic way in many, many parts of the world. And this is a very big risk that is on the top rank. The sixth one is large-scale environmental damage incidents. So, you know, accidents, things that could create a large-scale environmental impact. Number seven is the failure of climate change adaption. And this is a massive because it means if we do not act and if we do not adapt ourselves and if we do not adopt, it will be a big challenge. Number eight is the only one that is related to technology. And I think it's super relevant. is the widespread of cybercrime and cyber insecurity. So what we can see today is that cybercrime became one of the most relevant threats for organizations because most of the organizations, they rely on technology to operate. They rely on technology to do pretty much everything. And with COVID, with people working from home and with the increasing dependency of technology, this is becoming a massive challenge for us. Number nine, natural resources crisis means lack of resources. And we saw this with the grains exports in Ukraine. You know, people facing the possibility of starvation just because the complete depletion of grains. So there is no grains available for to feed people. And number 10, large-scale involuntary migration. It's a societal problem. People moving from one place to another, not just because they want, but because they have no choice. Means it's a war or it's drought or it's a massive economic crisis that makes these people move. And now I want just to compare this with the long term. We saw that the number one was a societal, the crisis. And this went from 1 to 15th in the long term. And all the top four spots are climate, related to climate. Failure to mitigate climate change, failure to mitigate climate change adaption, natural disasters, and the loss of biodiversity. These are the four top ones in the time horizon of 10 years. Then number five is large-scale involuntary immigration. It goes from 10 to 5 minutes. There will be an increasing risk of migration 
and not voluntary, not people because they want, but because they need, and many times because of climate change. For example, islands that will disappear, drought, and this kind of natural events. Number six, natural resource crisis. Okay, that was the number nine in the short term. Number seven, and this for me is very sad to see erosion of social cohesion, because I thought, remember, in the short term is number five and it's going to number seven. It means that this societal polarization is here to stay. It's not something that will disappear in one year or in two years. No, it, in 10 years, this is, is still number seven on the list. And it's a big, big number to be number seven. Number eight is the same, cybercrime. And it's, it is number eight on the short and the long term. Number nine, geoeconomic confrontation. So it seems that it will still be very relevant, but it will go down from three to nine. And number 10, large-scale environmental damage incidents. So this is just to give you an idea. And one final comment, none of the 10 in the short and the long are economic. It's so interesting, right? Because it's a World Economic Forum and the risks are not economic. But I strongly suggest take a couple of minutes. Take a look. Read. If you don't have too much time, read the executive summary. The full report is 98 pages. But take a look and it's extremely well written. And it will give insights for you to make decisions. And also it will open your mind to the different possibilities on how you can understand your risks. So think about that. I hope you enjoy this podcast and see you next week with another 5 Minutes podcast.